You're listening to the Getting Into Alignment podcast with your host, Alexa Ray Smith. I am an energetic mentor for women in life and biz. I am here to help you energetically align with all of your desires. I help you do this by reprogramming your subconscious mind, manifesting your dreams, and quantum leaping your success. Each episode is going to be a coaching moment filled with life-changing information, tools, and concepts, activating you to create the most out-of-this-world life. This podcast is for the woman who is ready to have it all, the woman who wants to create a limitless life on her own terms, the woman who wants to build an empire, have spiritual wealth, and abundance in all areas of her life. It's time to raise your standards and elevate your frequency because your dream life is ready to be claimed. Welcome back to the Getting Into Alignment podcast. I'm your host, Alexa Ray Smith. And today I want to talk to you about one of the most important subjects in the entire world. The one thing that will absolutely transform your life. The one thing that every single human on the planet should be doing every single day. And I understand that that is a big statement and I mean it. I stand by it. What is that saying? This is the hill I will die on. That's it. This is it. So meditation is the one practice, the one practice that will transform your life and it will transform the world because right, we're all energy, we're all frequency, we're all a vibration and so is the planet, so is the consciousness, so is the collective. When we meditate as an individual, we are raising our own frequency. But not only that, we're raising the frequency of the collective, of the planet. We're literally shifting into higher timelines as a collective by doing this, not even at just an individual level. It's so important that you meditate. It's so important that everyone meditates. And I find that most people don't meditate because they don't know how, or when they've tried to meditate, they feel like they're doing it wrong. And so I really wanted to put this episode out because I have helped so many people and I've given this advice so many times that it just needs to be in one place so I can just send this to people as a resource so that you can send this to people as a resource or so that you can use this. So there's technically no wrong way to meditate, right? You can't do it wrong, but there are effective ways to meditate and then there are ineffective ways to meditate. And if you follow me on TikTok, I want to say two weeks ago, I posted a video about meditation saying if you are in a bad mood and you are new to meditation, don't meditate. That's not going to work well for you because what's happening is if you're not a practiced meditator and you are in a bad mood, if you're in a low vibrational state and you don't know how to meditate, so you don't know how to flip that switch in your mind and in your body to go into stillness, it's still a very resistant thing for you that if you are not able to flip that switch on, you're going to sit there for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, however long you allow yourself to sit there feeling like shit. 
And this is something that isn't talked about enough is that meditation is truly like riding a bicycle. This is the analogy I will always use. When you learn to ride a bicycle, it was a fucking disaster. You fell over and over and over and over and over again. You cut your knees. You, if you were like me, you had to go get your your braces removed from your lip because you flipped over your handlebars. I or you got a huge a huge scar on your chin because you flew off your bicycle. Like I've had some traumatic bike incidences, okay? And when I first started meditating, this is exactly what it felt like. It felt like I was just banging my head against the wall and then getting up and doing it over again because I didn't have anyone really teaching me. And I have studied Buddhism since I was 16 years old. So I just went into the whole, we just need to be still. And yes, you do. But if you don't know how to sit in your body in stillness, if your mind does not know how to be still, then you going from living your life, never meditating, never really working with this, and then just trying to sit your ass down in complete silence for 20 minutes and be the gentle observer of your thoughts, it's not going to fucking work. Like, let's be honest, it's not going to work. And that's not because there's something wrong with you. It's because your mind hasn't been programmed to do this and your body Your nervous system hasn't been regulated to hold the space and the stillness for you to be a clear channel to receive. Now, you'll hear me say this all the time, that prayer is you speaking to the universe and meditation is the universe speaking to you. And that's really how it works. You have to have space without any expectation of what's going to come from your meditative practice because having expectations puts resistance right there and it's going to defeat the purpose of you even sitting down to meditate because resistance is all you're going to be able to feel and it's all you're going to be able to focus on. So I want to really talk to those of you who haven't created a daily meditation practice because at this point in my life, it is very common that you will find me meditating five times a day. I have meditated every single day for so many years now that I know how to do this. I know how to build this. And the meditations that I go through now, like last night with the portal that happens once in every 2000 years, I ascended to levels that would be so far beyond someone who just started meditating. So even though I'm at a completely different level with my meditation, I understand that the only way I was able to get here was by starting and doing the building blocks and starting with the foundation. And so these are the steps that I have taught so many people and they've been so beneficial and I know that they work because I did them and I got through them. And this is what I have done to be able to confidently, comfortably tell you that meditation is who I am. It is a part of my being. It is not something that I have to think about doing. It is something that is just aligned with who I am. And I, at this point in my life, I cannot even imagine 
not meditating. It would be such a detriment to my entire day, to anyone I was around, absolutely everything. I could never show up with my power. I could never have this connection with the divine, with with myself if I didn't meditate. Meditation is truly one practice that can help you eliminate anxiety, can help you decrease your depression, can help you have a connection with the divine, can help you listen to your intuition, can help you become a channel to receive if you are someone that wants to channel or you feel as though channeling is what you're meant to do. There's so much power and there is so much potency in meditation. And again, there is no right way, there is no wrong way, but this is how you can build a meditation practice so that way you can get to the point where this is just a part of your life, where you don't have to think about it anymore. It's not like you wake up and you go, oh fuck, I have to go meditate now. When you think that, you are someone who is not who does not have the identification as someone who meditate. You just simply don't because meditation is the most beautiful, the most serendipitous, the most, ugh, words can't even describe the divinity that meditation is. And I want you to be at the place where I am, where you are just gushing, radiating love. When you think about meditation, you just, ugh, you just feel like you have this warm, energetic hug from the universe because you are so freaking supported by all of your angels, by all of the guardians in the galaxy, everyone who's on your side, every god, goddess that's out there, they're all supporting you. But you're never going to feel this support like you really will not unless you meditate. So how do you do this? How do you get here? First and foremost, do not try right out the bat and go to a 20 minute meditation. Like it's, it's literally going to defeat you because you're not going to be able to do it. And then you're going to feel like meditation is something you don't know how to do. And then it's going to cause even more resistance and it's going to make it so you don't want to do it because you're going to feel like you don't know how to do it. And it feels like shit when you do do it. So why would you keep doing it? Even though people keep telling you to. And you see how we can spiral really quickly. And that's why with everything, like I know it's so trendy to talk about Quantum Leap and yeah, they're so amazing and they're so cool, but it's the micro moments that add up to the macro transformations. So it's not about you all of a sudden waking up today and you hear this podcast and you're like, okay, I now meditate daily. And you're gonna be able to sit down and meditate five times a day. It's just not realistic. And I know that I always preach like, let's have unrealistic expectations. But at the same time, when it comes to building something into your life, literally to reprogram the neural pathways in your mind, you have to do something for at least 21 days. That's why they say it takes 21 days to form a habit because that's literally how long it takes for you to rewire your brain. When it comes to meditation, what I would love for you to do is start with a five minute meditation practice because five minutes is easy. And I want you to feel like this is something easy for you because easy is the opposite of resistance. So if you can start getting into the mindset of, oh, meditation is easy for me. Okay. It melts the resistance that you already have around meditation. And the more you do this, the more resistance melts. 
So if you start with a five-minute meditation practice, I want you to do it for an entire week. I want you to do five minutes, and then I want you to work up to 10 minutes, and then I want you to work up to 15 minutes. And if you feel called to move that up to 20 minutes, then go ahead. But again, this is going to be something that you work with and experiment with. I really want you to start going at it incrementally. I want you to work your way up because this is how you work your self-belief up with it. And here's the thing that not enough people talk about is that this isn't only your mind that you're dealing with. This is also your body. So your mind needs to be comfortable with being still and your body needs to be comfortable with being still. So when you start with five minutes, you're training your body and you're training your mind. And that's where the magic happens. That's what we do in my world. It's all about rewiring your mind and regulating your nervous system. Mind, body, soul. Everything has to be. There's no way to have alignment without all of these areas. You can't just dive into one. There needs to be alignment always. So when you start this practice of five minutes, what I would really love for you to do is set a dedicated spot in your apartment, in your home, wherever it may be. And even if you have a very small place or if you're a mother and you have a lot of children running around and you don't have a lot of room, you have a corner somewhere whether it's a corner in your bedroom, whether it's a corner in your closet, whether it is a small enclave in your house that you don't know what to do with, you have a space where you can sit your butt down and you can meditate. I want you, I challenge you to find a space in your home today that you are going to meditate in. And this is going to be your meditation spot. Again, it doesn't need to be any, it doesn't need to be a whole room. You don't need to have a whole room to do this, but have a dedicated space because what this does is it primes your mind and your body that when you get to that space, even if it is just walking to the corner of your room, when you get to that space, your mind and your body, before you even get there, while you're going there, starts preparing. It starts going, oh, okay, we're going to go meditate now. And this, is, and this is before you've even meditated because you're getting into the space where you meditate. Now, of course, it's not going to be instantaneous, but you'll see after time that you're like, oh, wow, when I do go into this room, I feel so much more at peace. Or when I do go over to this corner, I really do, I feel like I can breathe a little more. I feel like my shoulders become a little less tense. My jaw isn't as locked up. You are going to notice that these things start happening. Again, drop your expectations. It's not going to happen right away. Just know this is a buildup. Now, again, you don't want to be so comfortable because falling asleep is not meditation. It's not. So we don't want to fall asleep, but at the same time, you're a human. You've got a human body. If your human body isn't comfortable, you're not going to be able to meditate. So if you have back problems, don't sit on your hardwood floor and expect that you're going to be able to meditate because if your body is not comfortable, it's just, it's not going to happen. So we have to work with ourselves. Like we have to set ourselves up for success, right? So create a space where you can meditate and really try and make it a space where you only meditate or you, I mean, you can journal there and play with your crystals and 
do tarot, tarot polls. Like if you follow me on Instagram, you know what my meditation space looks like. Why? Because I show you almost every damn morning because I'm there, I'm hanging out. And like, I just take a picture just so you all know. Like, yes, I do do this every day. If you saw how much freaking time I spent there, you'd be like, oh my God, Alexa. But <clears throat> again, I worked up to this, okay? On that note of making sure your body is comfortable, make sure you're in comfortable clothing. Wear loose-fitting, comfortable clothing. No one cares what you look like while you're meditating, so you don't need to care either. You need to be comfortable, though, so you can set yourself up for success because that's one less thing for you to think about or for your attention to get drawn to because we are rewiring our mind to not focus on the external world. If you have a super tight waistband pressing on your belly while you're trying to focus on your breathing, where is your attention going to go? Especially if you haven't been practiced at this, it's going to go to the waistband and then you're going to shift and then you're going to be moving it. And then because you haven't trained yourself enough to do this, you've lost any focus that you've had on meditation and breathing. And you're now just thinking about your clothing. These are like, these might sound very trivial things, but if you're someone that hasn't built a meditation practice that's sustainable, aka one that you do at least once a day. I would advise you to try and get to twice a day, at least a little bit before you go to bed and a little bit in the morning. But again, we're working up. We're working up to this. But these are the things that make it so you have a sustainable practice or not. Make sure that you're also hydrated because hydration is not talked about enough. It makes every function in your body happen properly. If you're not hydrated enough, it's going to cause issues. So if you wake up in the morning, do not go and make your coffee before you go and meditate because coffee dehydrates you. You should never be drinking coffee first thing in the morning anyway. One last thing on the body is you need to be eating a nutrient dense diet because if not, if you wake up in the morning and you feel like crap because you ate a bunch of junk food, you're eating a bunch of processed food, you're eating a bunch of red meat, you're eating a bunch of stuff that is making your body go through inflammation, it's going to be harder to meditate. When your body is in a calm state, and it's not sending out alerts saying, hey, I don't feel good right now, or my stomach is really bothering me, or this, that, and the other thing. It's less things that you have to keep your attention away from, right? If your body is just a clear channel to receive, and all you have to do is train your body to sit, it's going to be a lot easier for you to be able to do this. So then we are in comfortable clothes, we are hydrated, we have our meditation spots, and we're gonna sit for five minutes. It's going to be first thing upon waking because this is when your brain is in a theta state and this is when you are susceptible to programming. This is when you can rewire your mind at the easiest time because there's so much less resistance. And also you haven't started your day so your attention isn't on other things. It's immediately you wake up and you go and meditate. If you train yourself to do that, you will automatically put yourself in a state of creation rather than reaction. And that is why I don't look at my phone for at least an hour upon waking. And if you're someone that does, you need to break yourself of, your, of that habit right now. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Do not look at your phone for the first hour of your day. Your first hour of your day needs to be for you because you cannot show up as your best self 
if you don't have a full cup. And the only way you can fill your cup truly is by taking care of yourself and getting into alignment, mind, body, and soul. And meditation is the foundation for all of that. When you wake up and you do a five-minute meditation, I want you to start by listening to a guided meditation or listen to nature sounds, listen to binaural beats, listen to solfagio sounds. These are frequencies that are healing frequencies. So it's going to help raise your vibration just by listening to these sounds because it's sound therapy, sound healing. Or listen to nature sounds or listen to a guided meditation because when you are listening to a guided meditation, you're not having to fight with your mind because your mind is following the commands in the guided meditation. Your body is learning to be still because it's going through that and you're having so much less resistance because you're listening to something. If you go right into silence, your resistance is going to come and creep up. But when you listen to guided meditations, you're training yourself to be able to focus your attention on one thing. And your breath is the one thing that your attention really does need to be on while meditating. But this is when you're more advanced, right? People that have been meditating for years can just focus on breathing in, breathing out. When a thought comes that they don't want to think about, breathe in, breathe out. That is something that someone who's been meditating for years can easily do. They can use their breathwork practice and their attention to their breathwork to soothe their nervous system, to get into their parasympathetic nervous system and allow themselves to calm down. But if you're someone who hasn't gotten there yet, it's not going to help you. Listen to guided meditations, listen to nature sounds, and really practice sitting, practice being, practice being with yourself. Do this for five minutes for one week, move it up to 10 minutes, then move it up to 15 minutes. Now, meditations that I absolutely love are Dr. Joe Dispenza's because he understands on an actual scientific level how important it is for you to train your body and for you to reprogram your nervous system and to expand energetically. Now, his meditations are going to be longer. They are going to be more advanced. So if you feel as though his meditations are too much for you, then I want you to realize that that's okay. We're all going to start at different levels, but I know that a lot of people end up asking me what meditations do I recommend? And I love Dr. Joe because he's taking meditation to an embodiment level. And that's where we know the changes really occur, right? If you're someone who ruminates a lot and you find yourself constantly going through these repeating thought cycles, then there is one caveat that I will make to automatically waking up and going to meditate. I would implement a movement practice before this so that way your body is getting conditioned to movement and then when you go to sit down to meditate, your body wants to rest. So your body isn't going to be fighting you on the stillness process. And also your mind becomes a little more clear and it becomes less chaotic. Like your mind is no longer the hamster on the wheel once it's moved. So I would implement a movement practice before you start meditating so that way 
your mind and body are easier to get into a state where you can accept being still. Mindfulness is another powerful tool that is not, I feel like, taught enough in the Western world. The Eastern world, they're like, we know this, we do this. But over here, we don't, especially in America where, and in our generation where we just have an instant gratification We're constantly on our phones. We're constantly looking for the next thing. We're constantly multitasking. We're constantly trying to do more to get more done. We're trying to find more minutes so we can do more things. And there's that old adage that says, if you don't have time to meditate for 15 minutes, you should meditate for an hour. I might've butchered the time frame there. It's still relevant. The people that feel like they don't have time to meditate are the ones that need to meditate. We do so much because we feel like we have this void in us that there's something inherently not good enough or there's something wrong with us. So we're trying to do more to validate ourselves and to feel like we're more worthy because that's how we were trained to find worthiness by doing rather than by being. When in all essence, the void can only be filled by being by being still, by being mindful, by being intentional. So meditation is just one form of stillness when you're sitting there. And I do think it is essential for you to have a sitting down meditation process. It's essential. And again, this is the hill that I will die on. There are also other ways that you can incorporate mindfulness practices and intentionality throughout your day. There are walking meditations. Now, I will always tell you, you need to walk every single day outside. You need to get outside and you need to leave your phone at home. Because first of all, we need to disconnect from all of the harmful Blu-ray lights and all of the emissions that we have near us all of the time. And we really need to connect with nature because our circadian rhythm relies on us being out in nature because we are human beings that were meant to be on planet Earth. That is why when astronauts leave the planet They have health issues because we are tied, we are synced to Mother Earth through our circadian rhythm. So getting outside is another beautiful way for you to cultivate mindfulness. And when you go on walks, when you hear walking meditation, what that means is you are fully present in the moment. So if you know me, you know I have a walking path around my entire condo, the entire complex, and I walk it at least twice a day and I never bring my phone unless I am recording a YouTube video and it's a day in the life or something like that but it's like literally less than 0.1% of the time I have my phone on me and what I do and what a walking meditation is it's you walking outside and being in observation seeing truly seeing the trees in front of you seeing the flowers. I have ponds near me and I have these beautiful baby turtles and I hawk to the turtles and I look for the turtles and the turtles and I, we have like a whole thing and I vibe with them, I talk to them. There's also my baby bunnies. I talk to the bunnies. 
I am a witness to all of these things. I talk to the trees. I notice them. I look at the details on the leaves. As I'm walking by, I see the bees as they fly by. I feel the sun on my skin. I hear the wind whispering to me. I am so utterly connected with nature. I'm so fully synced and tuned in fully so present that there is no resistance. And when there is no resistance, you become a clear channel to receive. So you are able to receive these downloads, these messages from the divine while you're out in nature because one, you're out in nature where you're meant to be and two, you're not distracted by how many likes you're getting, how many notifications, whether you made any money in your business or whether your boyfriend texted you or whatever. We need to we need to be mindful in the fact that we are consciously creating our lives and we can't consciously create a life, a fulfilling life, if we're distracted. So getting outside more, being out in nature more, being present, even while you're cooking, I'm so mindful. I love cooking. I, like it's my favorite thing in the whole wide world to do. If I was not a coach, y'all know I used to have a food. Well, if you don't know, I used to have a food Instagram. I used to have a gluten-free blog. I used to post recipes. I'm working on a cookbook still that one day I will release. While I'm cooking, I'm intentional. I am witnessing the fact that I'm cutting up all of my vegetables. I'm sending love into these foods that I'm eating. I'm intentionally thinking about the fact that I'm putting love into what I'm doing. I don't have the television on. I don't have a million and one things going on. I'm not cooking and doing this, that, or the other thing. We don't need to be doing more. We need to be doing less and be mindful and intentional with the things that we are doing. And this is how meditation becomes a truly a part of who you are. It is so easy for me to drop into meditation at almost any single time of the day because 99% of the day, I'm practicing mindfulness. I'm practicing intentionality. I am embodied in what I am teaching because I have spent so many years and I know what it feels like to be so disconnected, to feel like you don't know what your intuition is, to feel like you don't know how to listen to your body, to feel like you don't know if you are supported by this universe because you don't really feel like you have evidence that you've been supported. You might have been through a lot of trauma like I have. But here's the thing, right? We have to be the ones that decide that this is the way we want to live. And I'm not saying that you might not want to meditate five times a day, and that's totally fine, right? Like we're all going to decide what life works for us. But especially as a business owner, and in a world where there's so much going on and there's so much comparison, if you aren't getting yourself into a state of creation, if you aren't energetically aligning with your highest self, especially in the morning, then the second you pick up your phone and you see Sally Sue just had another $150,000 month and she's just got her shiny ass balloons and she's telling you, duh, this is so easy and you're still not breaking 5K months, you're going to spiral because you're going to be like, oh my God, what am I doing wrong? What does she have that I don't have? What does she know that I don't know? And it's going to put you in a lack vibration. 
How are you going to be able to create content from that place? How are you going to be able to hold space for your clients from that space? How are you going to be able to channel new programs from that space? You won't. And if you do, you are not going to attract the clients the that you actually want to be working with because the vibrational offput that you put into the thing, which is going to be felt by the people, is not going to be in alignment with people that are showing up as the highest version of themselves. And again, this isn't about perfection. It's about intentionality. Are you choosing to create from low vibrations because you are not choosing to get yourself into alignment before you pick up your phone? Do you lack that much self-discipline that you cannot go without your phone for an entire hour? Because that means that you don't have a relationship with yourself. You don't have a connection with the divine. You are reliant on other people and you'll constantly be in that mindset of I need to find someone or something to fix me to help me I need to find someone that has the code to just make it so this all works and that's never going to work because the code is meditation you have all of the answers that you need inside of you when I went through my coaching certification it was all about you just ask them questions. You just ask them questions because they have the answers within. You don't give them any advice. You don't give them anything. You just keep asking them questions, asking them questions to get them back to this state. Now, I have adapted my coaching practices based on what I was taught. Ultimately, that is true. You have every answer you need within you. You can connect with the highest version of yourself, the version that is the most successful, that is the most happy, that is the most abundant, that is the most joyous, that is the most love, whatever it is. You can connect with that version of yourself and you can ask her, hey, what did, what did I need to release to get there? What do I need to do to get there? Who do I need to be to get there? You can connect with that version of yourself and you can get all of those answers but not if you're scrolling on your phone all the time, not if you're constantly looking for something outside of you to fill something inside of you because every answer you need is within you. And I'm not saying that you can't have mentors or coaches or healers to help you along the process. What I'm saying is if you are looking for someone else to save you, you are walking around with a crutch that you don't need to have. Walk on your own two feet. I have confidence in you that you want to live the most magnificent life ever. And that means understanding that you are a divine creator. So it's never about doing more. It's never about what's wrong with you. It's about what do I need to release to be the highest version of myself? How can I cultivate inner peace within me so that way I am able to create and creation is fun for me, it's easy for me. And because it's fun and it's easy for me, it's felt on the other side. So clients come to me easily. So my social media grows easily. So I get my teachings out to more people. Whatever it is, like whatever your mission, vision for your life is, you have to realize that you're constantly going to feel like a kid who has ADHD, going from one coach to another coach, to a free program, to another program, to another thing, to another thing. And you're just going to feel tired because cultivating this state and having a meditation practice helps you energetically align and 
from that state of energetic alignment, that's where the inspiration comes. That's where the answers come because you are at a higher vibrational state and the vibration is what the universe is going to give back to you. Law of attraction, the world is mirroring you. So when you allow yourself to have this space for yourself and within yourself so that you can reach out these answers so that you are able to feel so good in the body that you are in, knowing that that, that is your connection to source and that is where everything comes from. So meditation is the one thing that you have to you have to learn to get comfortable with because it's you being comfortable in your own body, in your own skin, and it's you creating a mindset that is building the life that you want to build instead of constantly focusing on everything that's going wrong because that's what society has taught us to do. So if you're someone who has been trying to meditate and you haven't been able to yet, I want you to know that it's totally normal, especially in a Western society where we were never taught how to meditate. It is totally normal for you to struggle through this. I don't want you to struggle anymore. I know that you did. I know that you have. But let's decide today is the moment where meditation is no longer a struggle. It is a beautiful practice that I am working with. Meditation is an art. It is something that you will find the best way that works for you. There are so many different versions of meditation, but I don't want you to focus on the versions of meditation right now because that just adds more mind chatter. I want you to focus on making it simple, making it easy, making it actionable, making it sustainable, because the more you're able to commit to this, the deeper you're going to be able to drop, the deeper these downloads are going to come through. Don't expect that day one of a five minute guided meditation, the answers to the universe are going to be revealed to you because even when you are a gifted meditator, that still probably isn't the case. But when you hear of people having these major downloads, that is a macro transformation moment. And you just don't hear about the micro moments that led up to it. So stop trying to start at the finish line and let's start on day one, right here, right now. Make a commitment to yourself that meditation is a practice that you are going to put into your life and you are going to be understanding with yourself. You are going to be so loving and you are going to be so gentle that when you don't show up in the way that you think you're meant to, that it's not about how you show up. It's the fact that you showed up. And the fact that you are sticking to it daily, that is how you're going to find this inner peace, the spiritual wealth, the internal riches that we are all seeking. Like ultimately, that's what we all want. We all want to feel safe, secure, loved, and at home in our bodies and feel like we do have the support of the universe. And meditation is how you get there. Okay. This one was way longer than I thought it was going to be. And there's still so much more that I could say on this. Yes, I should create a meditation course. I think I do have a draft, honestly, of one started. And I'm pretty sure I teach this in Soul Manifestation, which is one of the first programs I ever created. It is up on my website if you want to check in on that. Really, what I've given you today is 
is what you need to know. This is how I built my meditation practice. Slow and steady wins the race, okay? We're gonna stay on the turtle vibes because you know me and my turtles right now. Let me know, like, how did this go for you? What was the most helpful? Are you doing it? If you want some accountability, send me a DM, girl, because I'll keep you accountable on this. Are you meditating? Are you sticking with it? I'm not gonna DM you every freaking day. Like, I don't have time for that. You don't have time for that. You have to be responsible on your own. This is what I work with my clients on. If you were paying me as a coach, like you're damn right on me in your inbox. Like, did you meditate today? Because there are certain healthy habits that you cultivate that allow you to have the spaciousness that you desire in your life and your business. And meditation is hands down the most effective.